Hey guys, welcome back to Faith on Fire. I'm Claire Bradley, and today is our third and final part of the series on Hell, Purgatory, and Heaven. Um, I'm going to jump right in, but first I just want to call something to your attention, I guess. Um, holidays are coming up in the next few weeks. I know Thanksgiving is next week, which I'm super excited about. Um, Christmas is a little bit more than a month away. And of course, Advent, which will be starting soon. And I'll talk about that probably next week, actually. But um, I think that it's important to just, um, I know it's really difficult this year, but we should be trying to find some way to give back to our community. Um, maybe helping like the homeless as it gets colder here. Um, try to do like I know that my school is doing a food drive right now you know try to find little things that we can do um to kind of show our appreciation um to God for all that he's given us and just to help others in need because there's nothing wrong with that and they can always use the help um so I just wanted to put that out there I know that um doing things like that around the holidays is kind of um a popular thing so I think that um, we should definitely be trying to do our best to give back. So today I'm going to be um, kind of wrapping up this series and talking about heaven, which is making me happy because it's a little less dark than um, hell and purgatory, I would say. Uh, and I'm, I mean, I'm really interested, obviously, in all this stuff. I like to learn about it. But um, with heaven, I think it's interesting and, you know, hell and purgatory you don't really know what that kind of thing is going to look like. You don't know, um, I don't know, like what it's going to be like. You can't imagine it. Your brain cannot comprehend it. And um, whenever um, I think about heaven, I mean, we know that it's eternity and it's beautiful and peaceful. And when we get to go there forever, once our souls are cleansed by God and once we're in a perfect state. So I think that it just, I can't even imagine not having, like, any stress or anything to, like, think about or worry about, because that's just, like, when you're a person, that's something, something like that's always on your mind, whether you're, like, really thinking about it or not, you know, you're always like, oh, I have a test next week, I have, um, to finish these reports, I need to do all this work, Ugh. just everything, you know, it's always kind of stuck in your mind, even when you don't want it to be. So I just can't even imagine that not being there, but in heaven, you just don't even feel that kind of stress at all. You know, you're completely like flying on air. You're just so happy. And um, that just sounds like such like a beautiful thing. Um, and I like to, I always imagine heaven in my head. And if you try to imagine it too, you might imagine something like super pretty, like the most tropical beach with white sand and clear waters and like the perfect temperature um but if you think about it like heaven is going to be better than that than you can possibly imagine so if you're imagining this perfect beach I mean it might be like that it might not but it's going to be like 10 times well probably like a million times better than that you know which I think is kind of funny and I think that's kind of awesome because nothing like if you think about all the beautiful things on earth just imagine what heaven's going to be like right um and I think what can confuse people about heaven and like this perfect eternity is that heaven like when you're thinking about it can be different for certain people like when you're on earth you think well it's my favorite spot like my mom would say like um the woods she likes to go on hikes and kinds of things like that because it's really peaceful um, she really loves trees and just like that whole setting. 
um, like no noise, it's really, it's, I mean, obviously it's a really nice setting, and, um, maybe she thinks of that as, like, her own heaven, I don't know, but, um, or, like, a heaven on earth kind of thing, a lot of people would say, like, the beach or something, um, or or they'd think, like, oh, in heaven I would just have, like, eternity where I can eat forever, and I never get full, and I never get fat, or something like that, I think it can be, like, sometimes we think about, like, oh, that would be, that's perfect right there, but at the same time, it's like, when we're imagining that, we're kind of imagining, like, earthly things, which, I mean, I think we try to let go of, like, everything that we love so much on earth that we kind of put before God, and even if we don't put it before God, you know, we're trying to completely, like, become, like, just perfect for God when we go to heaven, so I don't really know what it's like, I don't know what's gonna, like, look like or be like that, but, um, I think that, once again, like, no one knows, so you can imagine anything, but it's also, like, certain things that we're attached to on earth, we might not even be attached to on heaven, because, um, we may have, like, let go of that in the process of getting there, which is kind of interesting. So, um, once again, I don't really know what heaven's gonna be like, and I think it's important to look at a few reliable references. So, I'm gonna start with UCAT today. I actually might only do UCAT because, um, I just really like the, like, um, explanations in this. I think that they're, like, the most helpful, and, um, they just, they work really well for me, and I can understand it, and they give examples, and they explain it, so I'm just gonna start with that. So, my mom, thank God, told me how to cite it, so it's, I'm gonna start reading, like, different paragraphs, um, and it's on page 94, paragraph 154, so first, before I start talking about, like, what is heaven, I'm gonna just talk, it says, like, this is gonna be about what happens to us when we die, and then I'm gonna read about how, um, God helps us at death, um, then, like, what's eternal life anyway, you know, what is that? And then what is heaven? So it's kind of like a whole process, you know? So this is paragraph 154, and this says, What happens to us when we die? So it says, In death, body and soul are separated. The body decays while the soul goes to meet God and waits to be reunited with its risen body on the last day. How the resurrection will take place is a mystery. An image can help us to accept it. When we look at a tulip bulb, but cannot, uh, we cannot tell into what a marvelously beautiful flower it will develop in the dark earth. Similarly, we know nothing about the future appearance of our new body. Paul is nevertheless certain. It is sown, oh, it is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 43a. So that was a good example that they gave there, but um, when you think about, like, death, you, I don't know, um, if, like, people know this or not, um, it's not, like, when we first die, our bodies technically don't go to heaven. Our body and soul are separated, that's what it says. So our souls are gonna go up to heaven and be cleansed, and, um, you know, in the final judgment, or not the final judgment, but in our judgment, you know, God's gonna say, okay, you know, heaven or hell, whatever. Um, so at that point, our soul and our body are completely detached until, um, as Catholics, we believe that one day um, God is going to come down um, and that, like, the next time he's going to come down, that's going to be the end and he is going to, like, raise everyone up with him. And once he does that um, and he, you know, is deciding where everyone goes, that's when our bodies will join us in heaven. So it's kind of hard to imagine, like, 
your soul no one knows what that looks like it's not like a specific body part but um that was a good example that they gave you know the tulip and how um when it's just like a bulb and it's all like um closed up like i have flowers in my room right now this is a lily that's kind of like that um like you don't know what it's gonna be like you don't know like what it's gonna turn to be but it will like might blossom into the most beautiful thing ever and um that's kind of what it's gonna be like like once we go into heaven we will all be like perfect which is pretty cool so sorry that's my dad he's working from home um so now i'm gonna read paragraph 55 on this is on page 95 so if you were to get this book it's like this is like kind of a whole section about death and stuff so this one is says how does christ help us at our death if we trust in him so it says christ comes to meet us and leads us into eternal life not death but god will take me that was said by saint Teresa or Therese, I don't know, T-H-E-R-E-S-E, Teresa of Lissisex, I don't know, I really don't know, <laughs> but that's kind of a cool quote, not death, but God will take me. So the paragraph says, in view of Jesus' suffering and death, death itself can become easier. In an act of trust and love for the Father, we can say yes, as Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane. Um, such an attitude is called spiritual sacrifice. The, deny, the dying person unites himself with Christ's sacrifice on the cross. Someone who dies this way, trusting in God and at peace with men, and thus without serious sin, is on the way to communion with the risen Christ. Our dying makes us fall no farther than into his hands. A person who dies does not travel to nowhere, but rather goes home into the love of God who created him. So that's that's really beautiful. But basically, you know, if we're trusting and we're believing in God and like this eternal peace, um, that's that's what's gonna happen. I mean, we just need to um, we just need to really believe in God. First of all, on Earth, we need to live through God and live by God's rules and um, show our love for Him because He's obviously done so much for us. And we need to just trust Him on things sometimes things will just go crazy but we need to trust that there's like a bigger plan that God has in mind you know sometimes like really bad hard things happen but um that doesn't mean something great won't come out of it you know um a lot of times you know people come become like stronger from the hardships that they face but we just need to trust in God um and just love him you know and I think that that's like one of the biggest things we can do as humans on earth so i'm just going to read two more um paragraphs because i just kind of want to get a few good explanations and um references like this is really good and then we're going to wrap up this is going to be a little bit shorter and then next week like i said it'll probably be about maybe not advent maybe that will be the next week okay never mind i'm just gonna keep reading so now i'm gonna read um paragraph 156 um on page 95 and it says what is eternal life eternal life begins with baptism it continues through death and will have no end even when we are simply in love we want the state of affairs to last forever god is love says the first letter of john 1 john chapter 4 16 or verse 16, love says the first letter to, to the Corinthians never ends. God is eternal because he is love, and love is everlasting because it is divine. If we are in love, we enter into God's endless presence. 
so that is really beautiful but um once again i mean it all comes back to first of all what we do on earth our sacraments baptism the first sacrament um which leads us into eternal life and that's um that's really beautiful i think that baptism obviously um, a lot of people i was baptized as a baby i know a lot of people who are baptized as babies but um baptism can happen whenever um you choose to join the church you know but um it's a really beautiful sacrament and i think that sometimes when you're older um and you kind of understand it obviously as a baby you don't remember it, you don't understand what's happening um and you get to be the one that's like proclaiming like yes i'm going to um like abide by god's rules and love god and follow god um that is like really um a beautiful thing and like you're just standing there and professing your love for god um and that's kind of one of the things of baptism and then you're kind of um you kind of join to the church and um you just start to like that's like the beginning of your beautiful journey and it's really cool so once again you know god as it says is love so and love like that will last forever because it's um because god will last forever and heaven lasts forever luckily for us so um the last paragraph that i'm gonna read before we wrap up is on page 96 and it's just what is heaven heaven is the endless moment of love nothing more separates us from god whom our soul loves and has sought our whole life long. Together with all the angels and saints, we will be able to rejoice forever in and with God. If you have ever observed a couple looking at each other lovingly or seen a baby nursing who looks for his mother's eyes as though it wants it wanted to store up every smile forever, then you have some inkling of heaven. To be able to see God face to face that is like one single never-ending moment of love so that is just <laughs> so beautiful but um when you think about it it's just gonna be like this perfect state when you're with god and no one um no one will know um like exactly what that feels like on earth but sometimes like when you can see something like that was a good example when you see like two people so in love looking at each other and you can just tell instantly like oh, that's like such like a beautiful thing or if you've ever been in love you know or if you're married and you're in like a really loving relationship you can like feel um this like beautiful kind of love but with god it's like even greater than that you know it's like this perfect feeling um and it's, it never separates. Like sometimes I've had that feeling like you've just had like a perfect day. Like sometimes when my grandparents come to visit, um, like we'll be just, one time we were just driving down the street and it was fall and the leaves were changing. And it was just, I was so happy. We were on our way to a restaurant and we were just, um, we had just had like a really great day and I was so happy. And like my heart felt like it was just flying. I was just, it was like a perfect day. And sometimes that's just what I imagine it must feel like when you're in heaven, but you just feel like that all the time. And I just am like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so um, I hope that kind of helped to explain that a little bit. It's hard to explain these kinds of things when um, it can be so unsure, you know? Um, and there's, there's other things that I could talk about and go into, but I kind of just want to wrap up for the day. I hope that, like, I think that you kept, first of all, I know I just read a lot and I kind of explained a little bit too, but 
Um, that's a really good book, and it, when I read through it, sometimes I'm really amazed at like the explanations, um, overall just like what it teaches. It's really great. So uh, once again, I would definitely recommend getting that book um, if you wanna like really learn more on your own. You don't just have to hear me reading from it. You can follow along. You can um, read through it yourself. But my mom uses that for her work and. Um, she lent me her copy, and I use it all the time for this now, so, um, that's gonna be it for today. I wanted to make a shorter episode, because I know my last few have been, like, 20 minutes. Um, thanks for turning, or tuning in today, and I hope you'll come back next week for another episode of Faith on Fire.